0: Hi there, just a quick message before we get started. As we move forward with the podcast, we would like to give you the opportunity to participate in various challenges that are exciting and affordable. This month, we're offering a 21-day meetings challenge that gives you all the key tools that you need to participate at a higher level in your English meetings, such as agreeing, clarifying, disagreeing, making suggestions and interrupting. All the essential stuff. So if you're interested in getting to the next level with your English meetings, click the link in the show notes and sign up free to the waitlist. The link will only be available until the 27th of May. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 95 of the Transformer Doing Less Professional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today we have an amazing show lined up for you and by the end of it, you will understand the phrasal verb to run out of something, know the difference between supplier and provider, understand what it means when you buy in bulk, have a good translation of Antojo in your mind, and know what to do when you run out of tea bags. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we are talking about a very interesting word that we partly covered in the past because we have spoken about supply and demand in the past. But today we're going to take a new look at it. We're going to look at it in a different way. And actually we're going to think about it partly related to a story that Alistair is going to tell us about something that is very close to our hearts, or close to LA's most English hearts. Uh, Alistair is a bit of an exception.
1: So um, as usual,
0: Alistair is here with
1: me. Hi Alistair, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Yes, I'm definitely an exception in this this <laughs> thing are. that is so close to English people's hearts, but that's not right. mine. That's right. As You're. we have mentioned before in the podcast. Yeah, that's right. That you I'm are a strange Englishman.
0: That's right. You're the exception to the rule, just like those grammar yeah. grammar forms. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I don't fit the stereotype. <laughs> yeah, talking about right. the thing we're going to talk about today.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Exactly. And and it's an inter- interesting story. So maybe I should just kind of basically let you go ahead and tell that particular story, and then we can talk about this particular word of, obviously, we're talking about supply and demand. But today, we're actually just going to be looking at the word supply. and But maybe we'll go straight into the story now, Alistair, so that everybody knows exactly what we're talking about. And then we can kind of, yeah, elaborate on the type of vocabulary yeah. and, and go forward from there. Okay? Yeah,
1: from the story, sort of, yeah, it produces some vocabulary that's quite interesting, particularly this word supply, because then it occurred to me, thinking about this, Ah, yes, supply has another meaning. It's not just supply as in oferta in the expression supply and demand. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, okay, this could be quite interesting for a topic for our, for our listeners. Yeah. So absolutely. the story is, and this is where the supply comes in, shall we say, is my, we've talked about this before, that I am not a stere- stereotypical Englishman, mm. so I don't like tea. That is the thing we're talking about. Yeah. Whereas you do, and most English people do, and they drink a lot of tea in England. It's quite incredible, in fact. Yeah. But my wife, as mentioned before on this podcast, uh, is Spanish, and she doesn't quite conform to the Spanish stereotype, as you would expect a tea, uh, coffee drinker yes. for most Spanish people. Yes. However, she doesn't particularly like coffee, doesn't really drink it. Now and again, she's a big English tea, well, not just tea drinker, English tea drinker mm. so by visiting England many times she's become addicted to tea. Mm. She loves tea, and I don't, and this is a slight contradiction no? <laughs> yes. uh, anyway, so she bought a tea from a supermarket, English tea, but she noticed that recently that uh, there's no tea in that supermarket it's not available, mm. maybe because of Brexit, perhaps we Very imagine, nice. but we don't know yeah. and so her supply of tea is running out well there's a phrasal verb to run out of No, that's right quedarse sin or agotarse yeah. so has, her regular supply of tea from a famous Spanish supermarket seems to have run out there is no tea the yeah. supply has come to an end and she was getting very nervous because she was getting down to her last few tea bags because then they drink tea in tea bags usually Yeah. so she started investigating other supplies other possible uh, what would you say sources of supply the mm. Fuentes, no? Yeah. Of tea. So she looked in, of course, Amazon these days is the first place everyone thinks to look as they supply almost anything you can think of. Absolutely. And yes, you can buy English tea in Amazon. They deliver it at a cost. So, of course, she started investigating, well, what quantity of tea will I need to buy? Because they have all different sizes of your standard tea box, like the one she was buying in the is a hundred tea bags. Mm. But if you buy that in Amazon, it's expensive. So per tea bag works out more expensive, yeah, when you order it through Amazon because you've got the delivery, so she started calculating the cost per bag per tea bag <laughs> to get to the same price or maybe even cheaper, anyway, in the end, she ordered uh, and it arrived recently, which is what made me think of this, a huge industrial size container, well, bag of tea bag, I think more than a thousand tea bags. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Um, that's a that's lot.
1: Funny. So, you know, she has a year's supply of tea. Or that's tea right. bags, Because she calculated on an average of three cups a day minimum. Yeah. A thousand tea bags works out just over a year's supply. Right. Of tea bags. So she's quite happy now. She's not anxious anymore. She knows at least for another year she's got her English tea. And then, of course, now she knows she can get it from Amazon. She'll just order another one when it runs out. Runs out, yeah. Very when good. it finishes, no? When yeah. you have none left, you run out of tea or run out of anything. Petrol, money, time, patience, yeah. milk. You name it, you can run out of it and then you have to buy more. That's no, a very useful phrasal verb it to is. run out of it's, something.
0: It's probably one of the most useful ones, though, that it run is. out. Isn't yeah, it is, yeah, very useful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No So question. that made
1: me think, supply. Ah, so supply isn't just this idea of dem- supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Supply is... You have someone, in this case, Amazon, if you like, or supplying this product, tea bags, to my wife in this case. So I think, ah, so supply is a different meaning. Of course, I think all our listeners will know and in their work, in their business, I'm sure, they use the word supplier. So mm-hmm. you have suppliers. Yeah. Suppliers supply goods and services to a person or to a company. Mm-hmm. And here, supply has nothing to do with oferta. It has different translations in Spanish. And so it's basically from the tea made me think, ah, this is a word we could look at in a bit more detail, yeah. which could be quite useful to our listeners. So there Absolutely. you go. A year's supply of tea.
0: Yeah. Where do uh, you keep that year's supply of tea? That's the first question that comes to my well, mind. Well, it's in
1: this huge bag, which is <laughs> they put on the bag, what do they say? Sealable zip. Okay. And that might be quite complicated for our listeners. Yeah. So to seal, seyar is to close something, yeah. no? To seal. Yeah. And resealable means you can open it and then you can close it again. So you yeah. can reseal it or yeah. Resellar, yeah. I suppose. And a zip is a cremallera, I think, in Spanish. Yeah. A zip. Yeah. Like you have in your trousers, no? Yeah, or
0: your jacket. Um, that's right.
1: Or a jacket. Yeah, on your coat, on a jacket, a zip, which closes something, no? Yeah. So basically, this huge bag containing the small tea bags, when you open it and take out your tea bags, you can close it, you can seal it. I think it's airtight, is the expression. Yeah. So if it's airtight bag, you can close it, stopping any air going in, which means mm. you can keep the product, in this case, teabags, fresh for, Absolutely. well, hopefully for a year. because <laughs> I don't know, we'll <laughs> see. I mean, this is another problem. Maybe it's such a large quantity that even with its resealable zip, you're opening and closing it, you know, several times to get your teabags out who knows maybe at the end of the year the tea might not taste that great i who don't knows? know how long a tea lasts yeah that's lasts. true here's yeah. another word that we wanted to look yeah, at. yeah we today. wanted
0: to cover that as well yeah that's true that's true yeah. but how how, bi- long does how big is last? yeah well that's good how long well it's how long big does it? but it's
1: not it's not that big it's so not huge big it's big not wide wide wide. like, a, like a bin bag is like a bin bag or it's no. half a bin bag size maybe i'm trying half to think of bag. something yeah. equivalent okay the size of a I don't know, a pillow on your sofa, maybe Okay, a bit bigger. Okay, okay. It's okay. quite big, so basically we've got a wardrobe or a cupboard or Mario and it's basically in there, Right, uh, okay. Fits. So it's okay. not that big. So basically what you have to do is take a certain amount out.
0: Yeah. You know, every so often put of it course, in a course, container.
1: Yeah. That to use every day and then when it's empty you refill your container from your huge industrial sized bag of tea bags. Mm. Which with its resealable zip. Now mm. hopefully the Resealable zip will keep the tea bags as fresh as possible for a who knows how long. Yeah, it should, be all, right. it should Ho- be all right. Hopefully, a year. <laughs>
0: hopefully, <laughs> yeah. All, you've obviously done a lot of research into this. So there's like, well, clearly. this is
1: the first time, so this is an experiment. So we'll Absolutely. see how it works. But the important thing is, my wife has her supply, mm. a regular supply now, teed of English tea. And it clearly, yeah, so and, go crazy. Yeah, and
0: clearly, the, the supermarket clearly had a problem with their supply of yeah. tea bags, and maybe there was something wrong with the supplier, some, some sort of a problem, yeah. right? So, or the who supply knows? line
1: or the supply chain. You see, these are, yeah, of course, very important in business. So, anyone working in a company, particularly in like purchasing department. So to purchase means to buy, comprar. Yeah, yeah. In compras, people who work in purchasing, obviously they are buying, purchasing things, supplies of many different things, goods and services yeah. for their company. That's right. So these these are words that people working in that area and in generally in business need to know. So yeah, you have suppliers, you have a supply chain, la like cadena. No? So maybe the supply chain between the UK and Spain possibly because of Brexit. Uh, or not, I don't know. Has broken down somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, there is obviously this supermarket uh, is having problems getting the tea from England. Or maybe they just decide, or maybe it's become too expensive. Who knows? They just yeah. decide, yeah, I do not know the reasons why. That's right. But You go there now, uh, there is no tea. Mm. Now maybe it will come back. Maybe it's a temporary problem with supply. Could or be. Or the supply chain. And yeah. Maybe next month you go back to the supermarket. Oh, it's here again. But to be honest, I think now my wife has found that she can buy it as cheap, or possibly <laughs> yeah. even cheaper, yeah, through Amazon. Maybe she will just stick never that in the future. Yeah, absolutely. she may never go back to buying it from the supermarket in smaller quantities.
0: Yeah, this actually reminds me of a, a question that we often get. I think with the whole idea of Provedor, right? And some some yeah. people always ask us this question, and they say, "How do you translate proveedor?" Because, or well, what's the difference between a supplier and a provider? right because that's the common question because um, obviously if you think in your brain sort of thinking of the spanish word proveedor, you are automatically more attracted to the whole word of provider rather than supplier right um but that and and what would you say alistair in that particular case you know what advice would you give in terms of saying to that person well you know a provider is the the, for this and a supplier is for this i I suppose we probably go
1: more for supplier in english really wouldn't we rather Depend, they mean the same thing. So, obviously, what does a supplier do? They provide you with goods and services. They are a provider of the service or the goods. Yeah. So, you know, it means the same thing. Mm. We may tend to use one what, – what I've read – well, this, I, I don't work in the world of business. Mm. But what I've sort of heard or read people say on this topic is – it's more usual to talk about a provider of services, mm. and more usual to talk about supplier of of things of goods. Yeah. Now, whether yes. that's the, I think they're fairly interchangeable, but in English, you probably say, you know, like you, Daniel, are a provider. You provide English language training or services or coaching to yes. individuals and to companies. To, yeah. So you you might tend to say you're more of a provider?
0: That's right. But there's a reason there. And I think because it kind of, there's a Mm. collocation, let's say, between the whole idea Mm. of a service provider, right? A service Ah, provider. that is the
1: expression exactly, service provider. You wouldn't say service supplier, sounds strange. That's right. There you go. So the answer to that question then seems to be service providers. So you would be a provider of English language coaching services for example. Exactly. But if you were supplying a company with, uh, you know, food or... or, pencils, or pens pencils or Pencils, yeah. Paper. Well, we talk about office supplies. Mm. Exactly. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's a standard phrase in, in business. No, office supplies. Yeah. And there are companies that specialise in providing, providing <laughs> or supplying <laughs> office supplies. Now, what are office supplies? The typical things you need every day in an office. Pens, paint, ink cartridges, Toner for the photocopier. So all those things you need in an office is office supplies. Now, you wouldn't say provisions. So we have the word provision that comes from to provide. Hmm. So office provisions doesn't sound right, does it? Yeah, no, that's not Office supplies.
0: Right. Yeah, office supplies, absolutely, yeah.
1: But yeah. service provider sounds good, so... Yeah. I think what I've read or heard seems to be right when you start thinking about it. Yeah,
0: then. no, I agree with you. I and agree with go, you.
1: The certain collocations is, not it? Yeah, between certain things, even though it means the same thing. So, yeah, your office supplies. So you would, you know, have a supplier of pens, paper, you know, photocopy of paper for your photocopy, and you buy, you know, a large quantities. Obviously, if you're a company ah, which leads to another expression that I thought of talking about yes tea. I was just going to come to that
0: to yeah. be honest yeah well you
1: I'll let you say so what <laughs> expression would we use when you're not buying one my wife didn't buy one teabag no no be very expensive yeah or not she, even one small box she bought a right. large quantity because it was cheaper or at least at least the same or cheaper yeah. to do it that way.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is the and the, actually actually use? I I do have a few friends that like to do exactly what what you what you uh, were talking about or what your wife has done in this particular mm. case, right? Is is to is to look at the the how many quantity you yeah, really want something, something, yeah. something that you know that you're going to need right through the year, and yeah, they, they do the calculations, calculate the unit price basically, yeah. and then say, Okay, I'm going to buy this
1: in bulk, right? In bulk, good word, that's bulk. right. B U L K, bulk. Yeah, I'm going to buy this I think, in bulk. Yeah, because bulk just means a lot, a big amount of something, no? Bulk,
0: absolutely, yeah. And so it's uh is a is a good word to to to, diff- to to kind of like yeah, and i suppose in if you're working in the purchasing department, that's exactly what what uh, you do, yeah, yeah you don't absolutely. buy one pen, do you or no, ten that's you right. buy
1: i don't know two thousand pens or absolutely. absolutely huge amounts of photocopy you know a hundred no, probably more three hundred packs of photocopying paper, yeah or thousands, yeah. and obviously by doing that, you can negotiate with your supplier of photocopying paper or whatever it may be toner for the photocopier, pens, pencils, a better price per unit. That's so obviously right. it's cheaper to buy 2,000 pens per pen works out cheaper than buying one pen. Absolutely. So yeah, people working yeah, in business, in purchasing departments will be buying, buying in bulk because it's cheaper. Yeah to buy in bulk than buy, you know, individual items.
0: It's kind of interesting that because, I mean, definitely if you're working for a company in terms of that department of the purchasing department, right, you're always probably going to be buying in bulk. But there are some people even on an individual basis, like your wife, um, that they love, they love, yeah, or my friends, they love to buy things in bulk because it just seems, you know, this seems much better value. And I think that that's, there are lots, it's very interesting to sort of get the idea of a different sort of buyer profiles right um, yeah. there are there are some people who love a bargain right some people just love cannot walk hmm. past a bargain there's there's a <laughs> shop a yeah on a ganga yeah. yeah um there's John. a there's a shop in England, in my hometown, in Bournemouth, which I can't remember the name of, but it's basically uh, one of these shops where that that stocks all sorts of kind of designer clothes. And when you go in, you look at the you look at the T-shirt or whatever, and it's normally like a, mm-hmm. a very sort of prestigious brand, and normally it's yeah. reduced from I don't know like ninety pounds to twenty five, and and big there are discounts. yeah big discounts, and th- and there are those types of people who who are have those types of buyer profiles, right? They like to either buy in bulk or they like to have a big reduction. They kind of feel as if they're getting uh, their... Value va- for they're money. Getting value yeah. for money, yes. Which is all to do with the Spanish yes. idea of relación uh, um, precio-calidad, calidad. right? Yeah, Absolutely. You
1: could call them bargain hunters, cazadores yeah. de chollos. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> bargain hunters. People are always oh, yeah. looking for a bargain, whatever yeah. that, whether that's, as you say... Buying in large quantities, buying in bulk, so it works out cheaper per item per unit. Yeah. Or just looking for for disc, you know, discounted products. No. In, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. The sales or whatever it may be. No. Yeah. 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 So yeah. obviously, if you use a lot of something, so if you've got kids, particularly, and you know, that, you know, they consume a large amount of, I don't know, milk or whatever it may be. I don't nappies. Know, nappies for a baby, for example. Yeah. Instead <laughs> of just buying one bag of nappies that costs X. Well, it's two things, isn't it? A is that it can work out cheaper if you buy in bulk. That's one thing. But also just the convenience, no? Of course, course. absolutely, yeah. If you have to go to the shop, I know, every three times a week to buy nappies or once a week because you only buy one bag and then you run out quickly, it's quite inconvenient. It's time-consuming. It is, absolutely. So if you buy, you know, I don't know, 50 bags of nappies, that last you however long that would last a baby, no idea. Six months, let's say. <laughs> yeah. You only have to go shopping once. No? That's right. You don't have to go every week. Now, that's the problem right. is, as you asked me before, you need to have the space to store. Yeah. So this is a good word, storage. Yeah. So if you don't have storage space in your house, so if you live in a small flat, that's difficult to do that. That's You tricky. probably have to go shopping more often, buying smaller quantities, because yeah. you don't have the storage space for to buy in bulk. Because you have a house, with a lot of space and a lot of storage space, uh, then, yeah, you can maybe make that choice to say, I'll buy, instead of two litres of milk, you buy, I don't know, 50 litres of milk. And you store it in your, wherever you have in your house to store stuff. Yeah. uh, And you just use it gradually. Absolutely. So yeah, you're saving money probably I don't know whether you would or not in that case whether buying a lot of milk is cheaper, I don't know. Maybe yeah, not. Maybe not, who knows. But it's cert- but it's certainly more certainly more convenient, isn't it? Absolutely. You're going every day to buy a pint a liter of milk. That's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, I'm so have happy- two reasons yeah. I suppose, you know, for buying in bulk.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I'm happy your wife has now obviously overcome her anxiety of of yes, not not having very, access Very or, anxious. Yeah, worried about her her supply of English tea. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very important.
0: It's funny because, you know, speaking of tea like that. I mean, I'm quite I I as you said, I like I like to drink tea. You don't, but I I do I do like it. I I like all types of tea. And and the fact that you were talking about it just now kind of gave me antojo, right? And it's mm-hmm. funny because this and uh, we were talking about this before we we started recording and that word antojo came to my mind more easily. Yes. Than the English word, because I said to you, I said to you, ah, you know, you're talking about tea all the time. Uh, suddenly I have an dojo of tea, you know, I have an dojo yeah, of tea. This is interesting, isn't right? it,
1: how English speakers living here for a long time, mm. or in any, I suppose, any any person living in another country with a different language, and you live there a long time, and mm. you speak that language, and you hear it every day, this is what happens. Yeah. You start incorporating words from that other language into your own language, That's and often right. you can't remember the word in your own language but yeah. you remember the other word so you <laughs> were speaking kind of in great. english not I spanish was. and saying oh i have an antocho. and you said how do you say antoco yeah that's it and right. even i and i was like oh i can and it took us a while right th- it, took it took us, us a about a minute to actually think of the word in English, yeah. I was about to actually have to look it up in internet, <laughs> and then I remembered it. Which seems crazy, no? That we're it English does. and we're it English does. teachers, coaches, yeah, uh, and we, you know, the certain words that don't come to our mind quickly anymore. That's right. In our own language,
0: that's right. It's um, a crazy, so it's crazy thing. F- but it, it is. It does I went, happen. So I, it does happen. I mean, happened, yeah, actually, to be honest, when I was a kid, I went to a European mm-hmm. school, and there was like a whole mixture of languages when we were there, and uh, it was very interesting because that exact process happened all the time you know so yeah, i would be honestly. i would i would be speaking to somebody like i don't know like an italian person or and i would be speaking in german or and we often we would have several languages in common. And so yeah, and then mix words, yeah. yeah. And so I knew that he would be able to understand if I should said something in French, for example. Mm. Um, and so I would say the word in French and it's kind of like very strange process of, yeah. of what happens when you kind of like mix all these languages together. But, but yeah, that's that happened to me because obviously I know that you understand Spanish. So I was like, yeah, you know, trying you to express that, word, know. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but and I sometimes couldn't. Sometimes the. It, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's easy. Well, it's two reasons. It can either be because the Spanish word, well, the word in the other languages. It's just better. Maybe it's, it's just kind just of like defines it's it better. shorter yeah. or defines it better. Or Maybe in your own language there isn't even a word for this thing exactly yeah Yeah. so it's much more convenient and quicker to use the word in the other language because it's our word was maybe in your own language you have to explain it in a sentence that's one reason yeah or the other is just that you just don't remember the word in your own language because well you're surrounded by the other language all the time yeah and so sometimes certain words come to your mind quicker yeah absolutely so let's so go yeah, for we it. Had to think, yeah. We well, to- yeah, we had to think what it was. I even had to give an example. I said, "Yeah, it's like when a woman is pregnant, yeah. they have certain some something, <laughs> like a toko, where they want to eat strange things or strange combinations <laughs> yeah. of food." Yeah, yeah. But what is it? And yeah. then finally, it came to my mind. I went, "Ah, I've got it." And the word is Daniel:
0: craving, a craving, craving to yeah. have a
1: craving or to crave as a verb. Yeah. So I think it's C-R-A-V-E, I think, to yep, crave. Yeah, to crave, that's right. That's correct. You crave, I don't know, ice cream or whatever you want. You were craving tea. That's right. So to crave, or you had a craving, I-N-G. So the gerund form is actually the noun, yeah. a craving. So you had suddenly had a craving for tea. That's and right. A biscuit probably. That's right. Because yeah, I was absolutely. talking about tea. Yeah. Whereas I didn't because I don't drink tea. So. <laughs> that's right
0: good Alistair that was a great story and brought in so many different things you know so let's quickly go over those we start started off with the whole idea of supply of the tea to the supermarket right and that your wife was worried about her supply right which was very very interesting then you obviously Talks about the fact that she ordered a huge number of tea bags from Amazon and that would last her for almost a year potentially. So that's very interesting as well. That verb to last. She was worried about the tea bags running out. Right, uh, which was is also super super important phrasal verb. Then we also discussed the translation of provedor, right? Whether it's a provider or a supplier, which is really really interesting and very important in terms of sort of get. It, they are sort of interchangeable, but it's, many people kind of confuse them. And hopefully, we've given kind of a very very clear idea about which one to use in which. Context, And then we went on to talk about how you actually talk about uh, something that you buy in big quantities. So if you are buying in big quantities, then you actually talk about that as being uh, something you're buying in bulk, B-U-L-K. And finally, just at the right at the end, we talked about my antojo, my sudden antojo, my sudden craving Mm. for English tea uh, after having spoken about it for more than an hour. Well, yeah, I'd
1: now say. we finish finished this, you can go away and make a cup of tea. In That's English, right. it's interesting. that People may hear if you watch some British film or TV series or, I don't know, listen to a podcast maybe in English, you'll hear British people talking about a cuppa. Ooh, mm. I'm going to have a... Would you like a cuppa? Or mm. I, I feel like a cuppa. So cuppa is C-U-P-P-A, cuppa, mm. one mm. word. And what it is is an abbreviation of a cup of tea. Well, a cup of something. So instead of saying a cup of, you say a cuppa, a mm. cuppa. So in Britain, lots of people will offer you, and you could be very confused as a non-English native speaker. They say, "Would you like a cuppa?" Mm. You go, "A cuppa? What's th- what's that?" You say, "A cup of tea." <laughs> never a cup of coffee. I don't. People would never say a cup of no, coffee, They would they? No. It's no. always so. It could be a cup of coffee, but it isn't because it's, it's England true. and people are obsessed with tea. Yeah. Yeah. To to offer somebody a cuppa, oh, I just feel like a nice cuppa. Mm. A cup of what? A cup of soup? No, no, tea. Always tea.
0: (laughs) Always tea, that's right.
1: (laughs) Before we end, I don't think, I can't remember, but just in case, we were going to say the Spanish translations of supply when it doesn't mean oferta, which I don't think we mentioned. Okay, yeah. So just get those in now at the end. Okay. Suministrar, Mm -hmm. that's one translation, and el sumistro is often used in Spanish for like, with deluth or gas. Yeah. So, you know, the supply of gas, electricity, like utilities, for example. Mm. Uh, and then another word I f- is abastecer, mm. abastecer, mm. which I think is used more for maybe food and other types of things. Now, yeah. in English, both those words you can translate as supply, whether it's electricity supply or yeah. supply of pens and paper or English language services, whatever it may be. Mm. It's all supply, no? Yeah. You can use provider often might say, who is your electricity provider or your gas provider? Yeah, or service provider, like we talked about before. Or service service provider, because it's a service, I suppose that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just thought I'd just get that in there at the end before we wrap up.
0: That's right. Right, so I'm off to have a cuppa. I'll see you next week,
1: Alistair. I'm off to have a cup of coffee, which isn't (laughs) a cuppa.
0: (laughs) All right, great to have you with me. And uh, yeah, I'll see you very soon. All right, see you next week. All right. Pleasure as always. All right. See you then. Bye-bye.